This is a HeadGum Podcast. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Welcome to Girls on Porn. I'm Rachel. I'm Laura. And we love porn. This is our porn review podcast. We talk about what we love and we roast what we hate. Helping you find hot, ethical, just plain better porn for your spank bank. And we're looking at everything. Twice. Looking at it twice. <laughs> We're looking at it twice. Yes, we are returning to a very important topic because we have the queen herself. I uh, mean, World Walker Here Holder. with us to talk about <laughs> squirting. Uh, Lola Jean is a sex educator, mental health professional, wrestler dom, and world record holder for volume squirting solo, providing the no-frill sex education we both need and deserve. Lola brings a refreshing understanding to sex, sexuality, and kink to push individuals past what they think they're capable of. Lola helps individuals stop making excuses and unlock who they are and what they deserve. Oh boy, I love that. <laughs> yeah, I got Welcome, a, a lot of the, the a lot of the porn niches wrapped into one within there, I feel like. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, first of all, thank you so much for coming on the show. We're so excited to connect, um, mm. especially about squirting, because uh Laura and I are not squirters. Yes. <laughs> actually. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yet, actually. <laughs> um, I did squirt once and I've been trying, I've been like chasing the dream ever since. <laughs> okay, so um, you can do it. You know you can do it. Yes, You've done it. I know I there can do go. it. I know I can do it. And, you know, for a long time, I was, dare I say, maybe a squirter denier. And then when it happened, oh, I was like, no, no. <laughs> I was like, actually, no, that was legit. Like, and, and it was a specific situation where it was all external, like nothing was happening. I wasn't like stimulating my G spot or anything. So it just happened from like powerful clit stimulation. Yeah. And I was like, holy shit, it happened. Couldn't believe it. Um, they anyways, do exist. Yeah. <laughs> um, when did you first realize that you were a squirter? Or become one? So, yes. The f- I think that most of the time, unless we have education or podcast or something like that, the first yes. time we squirt, we don't know unless someone either alerts us to it or we have, like, significant evidence. Like, you destroyed mm. a bed. Um, <laughs> yes. So, the first time I was aware that I squirted, I was, I think it was around 26, Mm. But, but there was one time when I was 22 and I think it was, so before what I started having sex and people started going down on me way after that because the world's fucked up. Right. Um, but I remember distinctly <laughs> noting that like the sex we were having, my partner asked like if I came and I was like, did you not feel it? So I'm like, mm. okay, I remember saying that. So it was like distinctly wet, but I don't, I didn't have enough wherewithal to know if I squirted then or not. So mm. maybe when I was 22, but otherwise it started happening when I was 26. Yeah. And then I figured it out on my own and then it's been happening ever since a little bit to my dismay. Right. Right. <laughs> what is your journey with it? Like you're sort of talking about like it, it was happening. When do you and how do you feel like you leaned in and became this uh, expert on it? Dare I say these days, like how, how did that sort of progress? Was it conscious or was it sort of thrust on you or, or a combination of both? 
kind of a combination. Like everything happened at the same time. I started pro-doming, like delving into sex education, doing fetish wrestling, like all at the same time because I was mm-hmm. in a little bit of a fuck it mode and I'd quit my job in advertising. I was waitressing. Then I got fired from that. So I it, it all sort of happened at once including the squirting thing. That was like right around when I quit my job in advertising and I was exploring my sexuality again, as I do like every four years. I feel like it's like there's a new revolution of sorts. Mm -hmm. And this was my second revolution. And the individual I was with, I feel like it was the first person that really connected with me for who I was personally and sexually. Mm -hmm. And for reasons unrelated to the squirting, after we had sex for the first time, and I think I squirted for the second time, he broke it off. And so I was left with like, okay, my body can do this thing. The person Mm. that got me to do this thing isn't available to me anymore. So now I got to figure this out. And so I did it via masturbation. I was like, okay, body, we didn't know you could do this. What else is going on that I don't know about? And from there, I'm really competitive. So it kind of became like (laughs) a series of challenges of like, I wonder if I can gush on command. I wonder if I can do it by doing this with my body and Mm. that and like, then I started performing and like at the box and shit like that. Uh. So it it kind of progressed from there. But it was really I didn't intend to be a sex educator or the way I put it is I didn't intend to disappoint my parents every day. Um, but, you know, <laughs> here we are. Here we are. It was more that in squirting as a education, I was like, mm, my experience isn't really talked about. And, like, mm. I set the record because I was like, mm, pretty sure I can crush whatever science says. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And thank God you did. Um <laughs> Uh, really quick, you said that you performed at the box. I used to go yeah. to the box all the time. I worked at this place that was like also co-owned by the people from the box. But did you do the act with like you squirted into like a champagne glass and drank it? No, that oh. was someone else. She was a G-spot squirter. I'm a clit squirter. I think it's a little oh. prettier. Um, <laughs> but no, I did one called, it was called Splash Dance. Um, so it was like Flash Dance where I'm like, I'm working hard in the mines or whatever that yeah. she does in Flash Dance. And <laughs> then I do a bunch of drugs and get horny, take off all my clothes, squirt into a bucket, and then I hoist the bucket up a la Flash <gasps> Dance and pour it on myself at the end. Oh my wow. God. What yeah. an amazing act. I wish I could have seen that. Yeah. So you're I mean, post-quarantine. I I performed like a couple months before COVID happened. Oh, you did? Yeah. Yeah. I like I had a hiatus because my body didn't work. And so Mm -hmm. they didn't talk to me for a while. And then the new creative director called me back in and I got my squirting redemption. So now now I am back to performing there if there's not a quarantine and clubs are still open. (laughs) Right, right, right. right. Yeah. If the world comes back. Right. God. So you said that you're a clit squirter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, can you I would talk love about to the know difference? More about that, yes. <laughs> yeah, so I I can squirt in many ways, in many different right. ways. Sometimes, not a lot, but sometimes I can do it without hands at all. Not a lot, <gasps> but a little bit. Um, but mainly, uh, I can squirt via G spot simulation or with something's inside of me. But I much prefer just squirting via clit stimulation. So it sounds like Rachel, mm-hmm. how, how you squirted, and I prefer yes. that kind of stimulation more so than internal. Um, I squirt more. I squirt. But it just like I don't know that that's a that's a sensation I prefer. Um, but yeah. also that's when I make myself squirt. I just usually rub my clit. So hmm. right, right. Yeah. Do you have any tips for our listeners out there? So um, <laughs> it is not a one size fits all thing. There might be mm-hmm. a move or technique that works for a lot of people, but not all. And it's also something that. It might happen today, tomorrow, a year from now. Three, like I've, I teach a lot of squirting classes and I get 
responses from people. Well, someone was like, oh, three years ago, I took your class and now I did it using the things you said. Yeah. It's mainly about understanding the body's response to it and then trusting mm. your body to like go on autopilot and do something that doesn't embarrass you or if it does embarrass you, like deal with it because our body just does embarrassing things. Um, yeah. But it's really about the muscle control. Mm. And it doesn't mean like, you know, kegel weight the shit out of your vagina and have a strong, because you need to have a coordinated pelvic floor because mm-hmm. even a strong pelvic floor can have dysfunction. So these things either happen like a knee-jerk reaction. So sometimes we squirt and we our muscles just do the thing. We don't yeah. have any control over that. But when we distill it down, when you contract with your pelvic floor, you're actually engaging with your G-spot. You're engaging with your clitoris. You're engaging with the like erectile tissue kind of around the clitoris and around the urethra. And when you do the act of squirting, you're elongating the pelvic floor. So Mm. lengthening that. Um, So both of these things, when you do them, even without squirting, like it should change your pleasure. It should feel good. And that's what like I kind of hate squirting, but I do (laughs) have to love it because what it gave me was like a different understanding of my body. And it put me with much more control, not just over squirting, but over my orgasm, too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was going to bring that up because I did watch your full lecture on it. And it's it's interesting that you are are known for this, but are like, eh, like I'm not necessarily <laughs> advocating for it even. Right. Like there is a sort of societal fascination around it, but it's not necessarily... Uh, I like that you were like, we don't all have to do it. You don't have to be like, oh, it's the sexual hurdle or it's this like trophy mm. my partner gets for right. helping me squirt that like you do or you don't. And if, if it's something you do want to explore, that's a personal choice. I thought that was cool. I also liked that you took down this notion that it's equated to some kind of like mind blowing orgasm, like that there there's a Venn diagram there, but it's not necessarily, those aren't synonymous things. Yeah. That kind of blew my, 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 my mind open. Cause I was thinking of squirting in most situations as related to a specific kind of orgasm because of the volume of fluid and the mm-hmm. muscles yeah. going crazy. It just sounds uh, climactic, you know? Well, it's like, cause if I'm having that kind of a crazy orgasm, I'm probably also squirting. Yeah. But yes. Every yeah. time I'm squirting, I'm also not having that crazy orgasm. So we yeah. usually will just see one of like the big climactic one, but I like to liken it to, because I also love sports to footballs and touchdowns. I, so I, like, this, I love this yeah. analogy. Yeah. <laughs> They're all points. You can still win the game with field goals and field goals are easier to get, but like sometimes right. you just want a touchdown. For yeah. those listening at home, a touchdown is an orgasm and field goals are squirting. Yes. Right, right. I love so, because you don't necessarily have an orgasm every time one squirts, right? Like you can have no. one without the other. Yeah. Yeah. And I think for a lot of people, when they first do this, because they're not maybe intending to or controlling it. So it might happen with an orgasm. But I found mm-hmm. that once I was able to understand my squirting, it happens much more easily and more often than orgasm. And I'm also not an easy to orgasm person. I'm a very mm-hmm. easy to squirt person. But right. <laughs> orgasming, it kind of is one of those where it's like you think about it and then it's gone. Like yeah. Oh, God. Sure yes. The card's yes. aligned. You catch it. <laughs> Yeah, um, my analogy for orgasming is like crying on stage. Like if you try to push it and be like, here it comes, here it comes, it, it goes away because you're like yeah. thinking about it. But if you're yeah. relaxed and actually in dialogue in the scene and like listening right. and re- yeah. letting your body just like feel the thing, then it happens. Um, I also compare it to like shy bladder. Like if, yeah, you're, yeah. if you have a hard time like peeing in front of someone else, it's a similar like performance oh, yeah. anxiety and like muscular re- or muscle reaction to that kind of anxiety mm-hmm. and tension. 
Right. It's also why we're like if we're afraid of peeing on someone, it's like, have you ever tried to like pee on not a toilet? It's not easy. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, like yeah. I mean, people get pee shy as like doms if they're doing like a golden scene too. So yeah. right. our bodies don't want to do it. We have to yeah. be able to do it. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Also, we're like told for so long to like hold things in, you know, like that was even just something that I had a hard time with, like learning how to orgasm was I was like when mm-hmm. it like a buildup of tension and I was like, I don't know how to like release this. Like I'm just yeah. like you're just told to like hold it in. You know, I have to suck in my stomach. I have to like I have to hold in my pee. I have to hold in my fart. You know what I mean? Like I just have like always just been told by society to like hold things in. Let so it was lose. hard. Yeah, <laughs> it was hard for me. And like sometimes like when I did squirt, it was like an orgasm. Where like sometimes you know like I don't know for me I have orgasms where it feels like things are like pushing out you know like it feels like my like vulva is like blossoming open you know and that <laughs> yeah. is like the moment when I did squirt because it was like I can't, I'm not controlling this this is just like my muscles like opening and like pushing out something that's literally what's happening too because yeah. the thing is like our pelvic floor controls urination defecation and orgasm. But you can't, like, when you squeeze one muscle, you squeeze them all. You can't isolate. Okay, I'm doing it for orgasm now. Okay, I'm doing (laughs) it for poop now. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's a good point. That's a good point. You mentioned breaking science, and I do want to talk about your world record a bit. Mm -hmm. Because I was fascinated that science truly believed you couldn't squirt more than bladder capacity, which is 950 milliliters, right? And you did 1250? 1250, yeah. It's like, so it's 950, like, comfortably. I think the human bladder can hold, you really shouldn't, but the human bladder can hold more. um, Yeah. But it's very dangerous. And I imagine that varies a little bit from person to person, right? Like, not all bladders are the same, I would think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, probably not. And, like, there's expansion, but it's like, you know, you wouldn't recommend someone getting (laughs) to that point. But, I I mean, the thing is, is, like, I squirted 1,250 milliliters. I had, like, in my mind, I was like, okay, I want to hit a liter. That's yeah. what I wanted to do. I just <laughs> yeah, totally. want to get to that even thousand. Um, but I was like, I don't even know if I could pee that much. Right. Yeah. Like, that was – I was astounded that that all came – I knew I, like, had a high amount. I never really measured it, but I was, like, astounded it was, like, that much. Every – when I get some sort of drink from, like, a bodega, I always look at it. And I'm like, ha, I squirted more than that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when That's you amazing. set that – like, when you set that goal for yourself – were you training and sort of like building up or did you just say like, this is the event? Because the, from the pictures and the like website and some of the information about it, it looks like you just were like, this is the night it's happening. <laughs> I'm doing it. And then you crushed it. Or or, or was there some like trial and error for you? Um. Oh, so, okay. So mama loves the stage. And I'm like, if I'm going to yeah. do this, I'm going to make it a whole fucked up event. They're going to be a kinky carnival. People are going to be putting on strap-ons and playing cock ring toss. Uh, I... I like to have, I perform better with the crowd. It's just like more fun. But yeah, so I mean, training wise, like I, it's not like I was training of like, okay, let's see how much we can do today. Uh, but it was more mm. when I was like practicing with my friend Tiana, who like helped me out with the whole event. And I was like, okay, I don't know if I can squirt for an entire minute. That's a long time. Should I just get it all out as fast as I can? Or should I like space it out for a minute? And they're like, just do it as fast as you can. That'll be more impressive. (laughs) And that's more what I was trying to see of like how long. And basically when I was, when I did one practice, because I had a film crew with me and they're like, can you practice? That's the only reason I did it. Um, But when I practiced, I think I got 750 milliliters and that was in 30 seconds. And I'm like, okay, so like I didn't really prep for that. And I got 30 seconds left. I really should be able to hit it. But the thing is, is that this record didn't exist. Like I was setting it. So I'm like, no matter what, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fine. But (laughs) I I want a leader. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Damn. 
Um, what do you have to say to the people who say that squirting is just pee? Um, it's squirt, and that's why we call it squirt. Otherwise, <laughs> we call it sexy pee. But also, like, who, ca- who cares? Yeah. Like, yeah. if you really want to debate it, but the thing is, no matter how many times I answer this question, I will yeah. still be asked it. Yes. And I'm tired of defending what my body does. Right. Because yeah. at the end of the day, it's just a thing my body does. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I love it. Sometimes I hate it. But, like, I have to live with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, why do people care? You know? Yeah. Why yeah, do they well, care if it's um, I yeah. think it's specifically men like to assert their beliefs onto women's bodies. Obviously, yes. not all women have vulvas, but like it's yeah. it just goes back into that archaic thing. Yeah, yeah. totally. Mm-hmm. And men also like just want to have that power of being like, I made you squirt, you know? Yeah, it, which it's is... like, I, and I love taking that power away. Yeah. I'm like, uh, <laughs> you were there, but let's be real. I did this whole thing on my right. own. And when I set the record, I didn't penetrate myself. And I didn't orgasm. And I was like, suck right. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there is like a weird pressure. I feel like when I heard about squirting, it was like, I want to be able to do this to like, you know, especially because I had a partner at the time who was like, have you ever squirted? Like, I want to make you squirt. And I was like, well, yeah, now I want to do it because you want me to. You know what I mean? Like, I want to do it for you. Like, I wasn't doing it because for myself, you know. But then but I ended up when I did do it, it was for myself. So I was pretty pleased good. about that. It's like it's it's still fine to, like, do things because other people enjoy them and we can take pleasure of that. I just can't tell you how many emails I get from people who <sighs> feel so pressured to do yeah. something or someone says they're broken because they can't. And so, like, I try to take it away from that. But, of course, we can always just do things because someone else likes it. And, like, we could find that to be fun. But that's that's the difference between being goal-oriented and outcome-oriented. As long as someone isn't, like, upset with you or disappointed in themselves because squirting didn't happen. Yeah. Mm. Like, you know, I would love to one day get sensation for my nipples, but I'm still trying. And (laughs) it's just probably not going to happen, but that's okay. We'll keep trying. Right. Well, that's fair because I'm a big nipple person, but I'm not a squirter. So you and I can cover various spectrums together on this Zoom call and this recording. We all the other (laughs) It's true. (laughs) What is your relationship with porn and also squirting in porn? Yeah. So my relationship with, like, me watching porn. Mm-hmm. So I used to say that, like, I don't watch that much porn because I have a really good imagination. Mm. Um, but I'd, I watch porn either for, like, ideas or entertainment, but I don't watch it to masturbate or come. What I might mm. do is I might, in my memory, recall, like, something that I saw and think about that as I mm. masturbate or, like, mm-hmm. pull an idea from there. But even when I was, like, watching some of the clips that we're going to go over, I was like, I, I like went to the Berlin Porn Film Festival, and it's like, mm. that's the shit I like. It's like I'm watching art, and, like, yeah. it can be arousing. Some things could be hot and give me ideas, but I don't have this, like, one-to-one ratio with, like, watch the porn makes me hot, have to come. Yeah. 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 That tracks. And, that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's changing a little bit because I think there's just, like, a more wider variety of porn that's available mm-hmm. or that I've yes. found, but, like typically cis men ruin it for me Um, (laughs) when they're in the porn. So usually I'm like either I want to watch gay porn or lesbian porn, Mm -hmm. um, but I'm just very specific because there's a ton of things that cis men will do in porn that people love, but I hate most of those. And that'll Mm -hmm. ruin the whole thing for me. But I've been watching like, um, like female gays. So Mm -hmm. it's just like really sexualizing the man in the scene and mm-hmm. so it's kind of like pov but the other way around and i'm like oh yeah. this is kind of fun they're just worshiping him yeah i just like shit that you don't see that often but even Absolutely. things where it's like femdom porn 
that can still annoy me. So usually it's like safest bet to watch like queer mm-hmm. lesbian because then I don't have to deal with the possibility of mm-hmm. um, an intruder. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. But I, usually, honestly, I just I find performers that I like, and I'll usually yeah. just look for them because if I usually I enjoy them or I resonate with them or I'm like oh their body kind of feels like my body does when someone does that to me too. And Mm -hmm. that's the easiest way to find things that I like. Yeah. Yeah. What are your thoughts about like squirting in mainstream porn? (laughs) It's, it's fine, but like, I think it, it, it's difficult because it perpetuates a lot of things. And by no Mm -hmm. means is porn, porn doesn't have to be educational, but I think sex education should be as accessible as porn is. Yeah. So it should be next to it. I think it more will bother me if I see where like someone's faking this or Mm -hmm. the way that someone else is reacting to the squirt. And that'll Mm -hmm. just like annoy me because I'm like, well, people do that to me all the time. This is annoying. And the people that are fetishizing it. So Mm -hmm. it's fine that it's there. I get that people like it. Um, Like that none of that's going to change if people are attracted to it. But personally watching it. If it's if it's real and I can tell it's real, which usually a lot of the time I can be able to discern that, that I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, that's cool. All right, yeah. let's oh, let's look at this real. Because when I was looking up squirting when I first started doing it, I was like, well, let's watch other people do it. Porn's right. a place I can do that. Yeah, and learning from it that way. So now it's I, it's almost more like a sports analyst that I'm looking at it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I mm-hmm. mean, we relate. Um, <laughs> I, I think that for me, it was like mainstream porn and squirting. I was like, this can't be real, you know, like just just by the sheer volume of it. And and also because like, you know, my it, there was no spectrum of like fluid, you know, it was just like gallons. <laughs> so I was like, how could I ever? And even when I did squirt, like it wasn't that much, but it just was like, you know, it was something that squirted out of my urethra. And I was like pleasantly surprised um and i just i wish that there was more of a spectrum you know even like always in porn it's a lot of like the ejecting out of your body so a lot of people believe if it doesn't eject it's not squirt where that's not true and for me it's more it just like falls out of my body it's just like it's like my water broke or something and i was like i would like to just see more of that is it a lot of like the force because like that sometimes the ejecting happens too but when Mm -hmm. it's a lot it's just like a waterfall Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. It goes back to the like the male gazy like, well, we come a certain way, and 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 <laughs> there's even like a competitive aspect to that too. Like more come, yes. ejecting crazy come, come splattering the walls. Yeah. So a similar thing is applied to squirting, where it's like yeah. so much squirt, we're splashing right. the camera, we're yes. shooting you in the eyeballs with it. The splash. Like, I would like to see a squirt bukkake. <laughs> That's something I've been trying to like create for a while, but oh. like that, I'm. I'm into I've like yeah. talked to King Noir about that because he has oh, like really? a fantasy of being like gang banged by a bunch of femmes. And oh I was my like, God. please have a squirt <laughs> Bukagi. <laughs> we need to make that happen. <laughs> oh my God. I, I don't have any doubts in him. I'm sure he can. <laughs> oh, yeah. Feel yeah, free yeah, to totally. remind us if and when it does come out because we need to do a Bukaki episode with a, <laughs> with a switch like that. That's yeah. perfect. Yeah. <laughs> um I have some fun stats. I love a stat. Um, Women are 44% more likely to search for squirting videos compared to men. Hmm. Um, The popularity of squirting decreases with age. And I feel like that's just because, you know, it's people like us being like, how do I do this? (laughs) You know, like, I don't care anymore. Or I did it. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, And it in the popularity of squirting videos in general increased drastically between 2013 and 2015. 
Hmm. Um, I don't know what happened culturally then, <laughs> um, yeah. but it became, cause I feel like I didn't know about it until I was in like my twenties, you know? Same, same. Yeah. 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 Or heard... like when I first heard about it, it was such a shamey thing. Like this person's a gusher. Gross. Oh. Yeah. I actually haven't, I haven't thought about this in a while, but I actually think the vagina monologues helped introduce me to it. Cause I was a theater nerd oh. in high school and one of the monologues was like my flood was this woman referred to and she referred like she was it was a shame experience for her because she didn't know what it was and her partner didn't know what it was and I think this was like an older woman sharing an experience so this would have been decades ago of just like having something happen in someone's car and it being like oh it's on the seats and like what is it Mm. um but I, I I do remember vaguely learning about that and also at that time you know I hate to admit but being like oh I'm glad that hasn't happened to me or I don't do that, you know, and, but I didn't have the term squirting for it. You know, it was mm. pre that or my understanding of that. Yeah. Right. In a way, it's like a good thing where it's like, okay, we're not shamed of it. But then once we're not shamed of something, then all of a sudden there's pressure. And right. then it's fetishized. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Of yeah. course. <laughs> why, why? How could it not? Yeah. Uh, should we take a little break? Let's take our break. We'll be right back. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders, while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to Fail Better, David Duchovny's new podcast with Lemonada Media. On Fail Better, David, who has experienced both low- and high-profile failures throughout his life, explores the vast world of failure, how it holds us back, propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives. Each week, he'll chat with guests like Ben Stiller, Bette Midler, and more about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalysts for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, he hopes listeners can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out now wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. We're back. Talking about Coming Out of Space is the first video we will be discussing with Lola. Um, we found this on Pink Label, uh, directed Hi. by Francie Fabritz, starring Miss Sugar and Pepper. Or Peppa. Spelled, or Peppa. Like, sped li- spelled like Peppa Pig, I think. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which, Which I was like, you couldn't get that out of your I don't know yeah. shit about Peppa Pig, yeah. but I will be thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah, totally. <laughs> um, little blurb. Two lesbian women from out of space collide on Earth. In super slow motion, they fall on each other and start exploring their new body feeling on Earth. Uh, weightlessness wanes. Gravity starts. A playful encounter with lesbian sex. Hmm. I have another blurb. This is a note from the director, which I think is worth uh, including. I I love a director's note. Me too. What a nerd. Uh, It's important to me that coming out of space deals with nude young female bodies and shows their usually hidden quote unquote imperfections. Although I will say it was like pretty perfect bodies. But through a consistent use of slow motion is a female body study 
and a persiflage, don't know that word, to normative <laughs> images of female bodies and the no- notorious slow-mo male cum shot in mainstream porn. I love that because it was just a helpful yeah. thought to have in the back of my mind about the deliberation around the production of this yeah. film. Intent, you know. Yes, mm. exactly. It's important. So I'm going to come out swinging. I love this shit. I love it too. <laughs> I really loved it. Yeah. I loved it because I loved, I mean, I love a strong edit, especially in porn. I love like porn that is also like an art film. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it you was. Know? Yes. Yeah, and it yeah. definitely was. It was like, it was essentially just a bed and some great like sex lights um, and slow motion. But like the music that went along with it, the editing, mm-hmm. uh, like the soundtrack, all of it, I just... It really heightened it and helped tell a story. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I loved it. I loved that it was, like, so gleeful. Like, they were just mm-hmm. enjoying themselves so much. Yeah, the whole thing felt really playful, but also mm-hmm. high art. Like, I think sometimes it's hard to get whimsy into something that feels artistic. And yes. I, I'm generally actually pretty resistant to pretension in art. But because this was, mm-hmm. like aware of itself and because it was playful I was like oh yeah this is really like subverting what porn is um and even had some like interesting subtle commentary I mean the lighting was like pink and blue and I was like yes. I see a gender something yeah. something you know <laughs> right um or somewhere and it was also just yeah. like genuinely beautiful and entertaining to watch right I thought yeah, it's like this isn't a kind of thing that I'm going to like diddle myself to, but it had yeah. everything that I loved, like from mm. beginning to end, like mm-hmm. the slow motion throughout, like I could do with more slow motion in all of my porn in general, Same. and also like <laughs> specifically boobs. I think I wrote down like slow-mo titties at one point, yeah. but <laughs> I love just like just watching the breasts move and jiggle. And then mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever done this, but like I, I have really big boobs and I've like kind of like fought them with someone else who had big boobs yeah. and it was as much fun as it looked like. <laughs> it yeah, looked like a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. like a lot of laughing and giggling. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, bu- I mean, boobs are fun. My partner jokes that I'm like a 15-year-old boy with my boobs because yeah. I'm always like, ah, look at it jiggle. Yeah. Uh, but they were just kind of playing with each other's bodies and like giggling yeah. and having fun, which is just really infectious. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And I did love, like, they, like, played with, like, arm flab at one point. And, mm-hmm. like, I loved that. Because, like, yeah, all boobs are just, like, sacks of fat, you know? But, like, yes. but I love it, you know? Yeah. Like, we love that jiggle. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, there was this amazing shot. It was, like, they're just kind of exploring each other, like, playing with, like, boob play and things like that. And then it was, like, hard, like, cut to cunnilingus with, like, a sound. It was, like, the, like, bram sound that you get from, like, Christopher <laughs> Nolan movies. You know what I mean? Like... <laughs> And I loved it. It was just like, boom, like, here we are. Like, here's here's the sex act. Um, we should say, too, this has a really strong sci-fi motif. Yes. Like, there's voiceover at the very beginning, which is the only dialogue. Yeah. It's like, uh, I didn't, oh, Dyke. it's uh, Dyke Sugar and Dyke Peppa just arri- or Pepper just arriving at their destination. And yeah. then we, like, commence video. Oh. Mm-hmm. Also, they introduce dildos at one point. They're, like, lying on each other. And these, like, dildos <laughs> fall from the sky. Yeah. And then this, like, whimsical, like, alien sound effects and music help depict the dildos like as alien creatures Mm. like they're sort of bouncing around in slow motion but it makes it feel like you're watching these little creatures exploring their bodies Mm. like this is brilliant what a like cool like way to to make the dildo this like fun playful thing rather than like here's the sex toy what are your thoughts on like dialogue in general in porn 
In moderation. Yes. <laughs> I like, yes. I mean, it dep- depends on the execution. You know, like there's an exception to any rule. But yeah. My personal preference is like uh, a quick setup that helps build this like, ooh, tension. This is why we want to see these people fuck. Mm-hmm. And then intimate communication that has to do with the sex. Right. But if there's like heavy dialogue that's like, this is the scenario. We want to remind you of the yeah. scenario. No. It usually <laughs> takes me out or it makes it feel really campy, which can mm-hmm. be fun and purposeful in a different context, but generally like minimal dialogue is all I want. Right. Like if we can get the relationship and the tension with some, something other than dialogue, I'm that's what I want. <laughs> you know, that's what I'm looking for. If we can do it with just a look. Or we can do it with sound, whatever. You know, mm-hmm. I, I like that more than dialogue because you're it, like, give me something to invest in these characters. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I mean, I, obviously, I love to hear like communication during sex and I'm always like grateful for that. Um, but yeah, I don't mm-hmm. I don't need like a f- five minutes of exposition, <laughs> you know, yeah. I don't need a voiceover being like, well, I was just having a wonderful day when, you know, like that's <laughs> I don't need that. Somebody <laughs> knocked at the door. Yeah. Um, I also we should talk about the squirting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. There squirting is squirting in slow in motion. Yeah. Squirting yeah. in slow motion. And fairly early on, I liked yes. that the squirting just kind of happened and mm-hmm. felt detached from a like a narrative of, and then we come and we squirt. Like this whole thing felt nonlinear, which I often really love in a yes. porn to get us away from the like, you we do, do cunnilingus, we do blowjob, we do, then we do one position, then we do another position. Like it can feel very rote watching a lot of mainstream porn. So I love anything that breaks up that structure. And I love that the squirting operated in this way where it just kind mm-hmm. of happened and we played with fluids and then saw fluids again later. And some of it was exaggerated, I think, on purpose. Yeah. Uh, like when... Like the end. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Which he has like a bucket of liquid dropped on her. I was like, we get that that's not exactly... <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah, I felt like it was like, you know, like p- poking fun at like the stereotypical like male cum shot. You yes, know? Exactly. I really enjoyed the camera angles because like mm. one of the thing, I'm the kind of person, if I'm watching porn or not, especially if I'm high... I just see how everything gets made. And I'm yes, just like, I, my high oh, brain is, does the same thing. Yeah. Exactly. It like deconstructs the art. I, yeah. it, Which it, can it, make things better if I'm mm-hmm. just like, oh my God, they were totally riffing and this happened, whatever it was. But so many times in a, a lot of mainstream porn, but not also just all porn, the positioning and the angles they're in is specifically like, let's move this way so the camera exactly. can see my vulva more and the camera can see your dick more, your fingers. Yeah. And instead of like, find a smarter camera angle. And I yeah. feel like there were a lot of like from below shots and different things that were very creative so I never felt like that in this one yeah yeah agree yeah I was actually like not aware of camera because it felt like the camera was incorporated in the scene that's what Mm -hmm. you want to see right yeah it was more in comparison to the other one because there's one of those positions that I'm like oh that didn't happen in this right yeah (laughs) it's funny that you mentioned the thing about like the dildos because I felt like when I was watching it when it was like because it it, you know, it was like a harness drops on them and then two dildos. It mm-hmm. felt like it was like an outside source kind of like imposing this on them. That's being what I like, thought too. Ah, yeah, the like, universe was like dildo. Yeah. Well, it was, like, it was almost being like, this is what you should do. This is what lesbian sex is, you know? Oh. And then hmm. they didn't, oh. but then they didn't use it like you would assume they would, mm-hmm. um, yeah. which I thought was smart. You know, it felt like it was like, you have to do this 
like this, you know? And then they put the dildos on their foreheads and, like, play and, like, wrestled with each other. I yeah. love a good comment on, like, societal norms. Yeah. Yes, oh, yes. Yeah. And I love a video open for interpretation. Like, I was Absolutely. off, like, making friends with the dildos like they were woodland creatures. <laughs> right. And y'all were like, oh, the patriarchal hand. Yeah. Like, like society. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I yeah. take both, inter- I take all interpretations. I love right. it. I loved yeah. it. I thought it was great. I thought yeah. it was really there hot. There was, like, like a good amount of like wrestling in there for mm-hmm. me too. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. it was just, and they, they were laughing and that was some yes. of the noise that we got was the laughter. And I uh-huh. love good laughing during sex of it uh-huh. just being silly right. and they flow right in between the silly to like the serious and the right. erotic, which is, it shows that it doesn't have to be weird or awkward. It's like, yeah, yeah you can laugh and then have an orgasm. And sex yeah. should be fun. You know? Yeah. 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 Also going back to the like wrestling and just like, the way they were engaging with their bodies, <clears throat> I think it, it, going back to the director's note, because I can't yeah. help it. I I love this. Again, this is taking down the tropes of like, okay, here we go. Perfect female body sp- positioning. Mm-hmm. And the female body is, is, has to move in a way that makes it idyllic and look a certain kind of way. Like I loved, while I was like, these are very conventionally attractive bodies, I think. Yeah. I still love that like we're watching like, like we already said, like fat ripple and we're watching these women like tackle each other and like wrap their legs around each other really awkwardly in slow mm-hmm. motion as opposed to having their tits be like perked up just so and having yeah. them hold themselves or control their bodies in a certain way to be presentable and attractive in a conventional way. So again, I just loved that. I thought that was really brilliant. Yeah. Agreed. I love this video. I love yeah. it too. But it was hot. It was great. It was like a, a different way that we see squirting. It, yes. It's always, it's really in my like five part series squirting video. We have like my squirt going in slow motion too. And it's yeah. like, it's fucking cool to see in the way yes. that you see it when something's not penetrating you. So like, I really enjoyed, especially the slow motion of that. Cause you're yeah. like, bodies are crazy, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially cause I feel like in mainstream porn, when we see squirting, it's always like slightly sped up. It's like bang bros or something. And it's like gross and like gushing on the camera. And there's like splash marks on the camera, which is what we see in the other video. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of. Yes. Let's um, talk about horny brunette Amy Brooke learns how to have a squirting orgasm. Does she? (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah, I think she does. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I think we get there. I just was like, did we really get the step-by-step or did we just somehow miraculously make that happen? But that's all right. So we open on... um, I don't even know how to describe where we are. A doctor's office? I don't know. Like sort of? Plastic? It's a square yeah. doctor. Yeah, yeah, it feels like a weird waiting room. Yeah. Um, it almost feels like one of those like shabby, like when you had to buy weed medicinally, like yeah, those yeah. like kinds of dispensaries where you're like, this <laughs> right. feels very scrappy. Like yeah. we're, doing, we're doing what we can. I, I, I first, I hated, the, the first thing I hated about this was the fact that she had to go see a man. <laughs> in order to make her teach her how to squirt in order to please her male partner. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's not like she wants to do it, you know? So I was annoyed by that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the guy shows up, the squirting teacher shows up <laughs> and he like immediately crosses a boundary and like makes out with her and uh, gets their name wrong. Yeah. Also says first thing you need about squirting is it's not piss. And she's like, babe, I told you so. I was like, I don't know if this is like attempting to be educational or just, right. I don't know. I don't know what it was trying to do. But well, let's right. hope it wasn't. Let's yeah. Hope, I think like, you know, they were 
probably just like, okay, SEO, let's say these three things. Yeah. 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 I think that's about as deep as the strategy went. Yeah. yeah. Right. And he's like, the first thing you have to do is you have to moisturize the pussy. Oh, and that was like the worst part of the whole thing. I know. <laughs> and then he just spits on his hand. Like I was like, lube, maybe, you know? Like, it's like how that's enough moisture. And then he just yes. goes right in. Yeah. yeah. Like, how dare you? And then, you know, if he like starts like massaging her G spot and then just like goes to town and it's like the exact thing that anytime you watch like a squirting video or like an in, like a how to squirt video it's like you don't have to do it like this <laughs> like you don't do it like that and that's that's what he shows us is how to like fucking like ramrod like just like aggressively go at her G- like I was like that looks painful that is not at all what I want to do to myself like if a if if a partner did that to me I would like grab the wrist and be like what are you doing. You know, like to just go from like zero to 60 like that, like so quickly. Mm. Um, yeah. And I just feel like because that's the assumption. It's right. that like harder, faster equals better. And that's yes. what you need to do to come. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Harder, faster equals like, you know, massive amounts of squirt. Oh, also if, something that I hate up was that he was like, all we know is that it just causes like an uh, uh, like a she comes harder than algebra or something like that. Like that's what squirting <laughs> is. Yeah. I was like, that's not true. Like, don't put that out there. Yeah. So you can have it without having an orgasm. And then he, what I can only describe as like finger paints her vulva. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. she is, a windshield wiper. Yeah, yes. yeah. She's she's squirting uh, in great volume and he's splitter splattering it around. Yeah. Uh, like a fair, I like that. I yeah. like that. <laughs> Do you? I like a good windshield wiper. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was like genuinely like curious about it but I, like it just was such a short fast video of like we're gonna like we're gonna fast and harder do it and then like brrr, like send yeah. it everywhere and i was right. like okay I, don't, <laughs> I mean i could see that being fun but it did remind me of like a kid playing with a like a garden hose yeah you know yeah yeah, yeah. i mean i'm sure also i details, would do that but. <laughs> but when they come into the office like everything furniture table yeah. they all have drop cloths on them and i was like right. that's kind of funny but it's also ridiculous at yeah. the same time yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a Gallagher yeah. show. Yeah. That's his name, right? The Watermelon Smasher. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like, and then, she comes there with her husband, and yeah. like, I, he kind of disappears at the end. At first, he's like watching this happen, and then he just goes away. Right. I I love me some good cuckolding, but I like like more sweeter cuckolding of it, and yeah. it just it mm-hmm. seemed a little cheesier of just like, oh, I'm so the dumb cheesy. husband who can't make anyone squirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we needed him there because it had to be about the male experience of this, right? Right. Like she couldn't just be coming for her to coming, not intended, uh, with the double meaning there. But she couldn't have just been going to explore this on her own. It has to have been involving, you know. It's it's that old. I do think she was actually squirting though. I was like, when I was watching it, I thought it was going to be like a fake one. I'm like, no, it looks like she is. Yeah, she really did. Yeah. yeah. What do you watch for when you're like, hey, That's this fake. is how I think I know? Is it yeah. just a feeling like one so, sees the other, like he takes <laughs> one to no one? Or right. if it's gonna be, if it's gonna be fake, it's usually as a result of like douching beforehand, so like leaving liquid inside of the vagina, so that when something oh. comes out, it kind of like releases in that way, mm. and then they can use their muscles to squeeze more out of it. Gotcha. And the way that it happened between the first squirt and subsequent subsequent squirts, I was like, that seems about right. Okay. That seems yeah. right. Got it. Mm. Got it. Because mm-hmm. the thing is, it's like once you get the first one, like five through ten are a lot easier and they get bigger. <laughs> mm. <laughs> but the first one usually isn't like the big one. Yeah. 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 Oh, wow. Got it. Mm-hmm. Good to know. Also, yeah. he said like, who's winning? Oh, yeah. Point. Who's I winning? 
what? It's a race? Yeah. <laughs> What's the competition, dude? Like, did it become a race? Yeah. yeah. Spurs like, such fragile masculinity. It's uh-huh. insane. Yeah. And he, like, slaps Revolva like he's giving it a high five after, like, a sports game, you know? Yeah. Like, to be, like, for all of these things, to be fair, I'm like, I have, like, a more moderated version of that. Like, instead oh, sure. of this, like, really aggressive come hither that could make someone bleed, I have, like, a motorcycle rev yeah. technique oh. that you do to yourself or someone else. And, like, there's another one I call pussy slapping where you use ideally the back of your hand, but that's hard if it's your own hand. Yeah. And it's like a light, it's like you're doing a little bit of impact play on the vulva. And like, oh, mm-hmm. those thought, things yeah. can feel really good if right. you yeah. like want them to feel good unless you're just performing on a vulva. Right. Like, it's a fine I line, love- right? It's also like a fine line between like, I'm actually doing this for your pleasure and there's like something mm-hmm. in that impact or that engagement versus like, this is ridiculous and like mm-hmm. very over the top and for the sake of the camera. You know? Right. Because yeah. like, if someone is having sex with me for a performance thing, because- in general with me, like, it's the, the thing that's hard is, like, the first time I squirt, probably not orgasming, and there's, mm-hmm. but they think that, oh, because porn, my job is done. It's like, we could have had so much more fun. Yeah, but when yeah. it's all about them, there's, yeah. like, less focus on my body, and it's like, okay, that was okay. Like, they, yeah. I call it sexual applause. Like, you get a little bit <laughs> yeah, of a yeah. clap for that, <laughs> but right. it's... It, it really clap. it makes yeah. it nothing about me and my body and my experience, even though I'm squirting. Right. Yeah. It's a good point. It's just kind of like it's upset. I want people to care less about squirting. Yeah. Um, that is like my goal. And <laughs> I mean, because I, we have to let people establish their own relationship with it because some people squirt and hate it and some people squirt and love it. And right. mm-hmm. some people it, it depends on the day. And we mm-hmm. just need to let people's bodies and what they do them establish their own relationship with it because. Right. I when I started squirting, I was like, "Ooh, what a fun party trick!" Um, people shame me for it. So let's find someone who fetishizes it. But then the person who fetishizes it expects me to be at a like performance level, yeah, t- mm-hmm. like body optimal position uh-huh. at all times. So I'm like, "Well, I don't want I don't want to like have to do all this hydration and like you know mm-hmm. worry if my body's gonna work today or not. Like it does mm-hmm. most of the time, but it also doesn't sometimes. And also yeah. like." Masturbating is fucking annoying now. It yeah. just is. <laughs> <laughs> the pressing goes right? in there. Yeah. 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 It's just like sometimes I don't, I've like totally cried and been like, I don't want to squirt today. Oh, <laughs> but other times I'm like, let's destroy this bed. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's funny to think about. It's, I've never considered that, you know? Yeah. Just how yeah. I think you said a be. thing in your lecture that you were like, it's, I, you can control it, but it's easier to say yes and do it than it is to stop and hold it off, hold mm. it back. Yeah, like, so. I can always choose to, like, make myself squirt, and sometimes, like, that's more effort than I should probably make. Like, I've totally gotten a headache from, like, trying a little too hard. But <laughs> it's easier to do that than for me to, like, have sex with someone or, like, engage with someone, and then to be like, hey, could you just, like, not squirt this time? I'm like, so Ugh. you want me to hold myself back from having fun? Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Mm. Huh. Like, I, yeah. I wish I could, man. If I could, right. it would be a lot easier, a lot drier. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Think of all the laundry. laundry. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was thinking about, like, the comments I always get whenever I, like, talk or educate about squirting. And, like, aside from all, like, the pee comments, which I don't really care about, yeah. there's always the one person who is, like, don't feel bad about squirting. I'm a man and I really like it. Therefore, I represent all men. So oh. therefore, you should like it because our opinion matters. Or the right. dude who's like, I can make everyone do it. And so it's just a matter of finding the right person to do it for you. Uh, right. Slide into my DMs like if, if you want me to prove you wrong. It's like, that's 
that's just gross on a lot of levels. Not at all. So yeah, gross. not at all what I needed. Thank you yeah. for yeah. your unwarranted and unsolicited approval, though. Yeah, like, an opinion. <laughs> it's like you can, if you don't have a vulva, you can like squirting, you can love it. That's fine, but yeah. you don't need to project that onto other people. Just love it. And I love mustaches. I don't need to let everyone <laughs> with a mustache know. Right. <laughs> Or be like, you know, hey, if you had a mustache, that'd be cool. <laughs> Just saying. I want my partner to shave his beard so bad. And he's like, I won't do it. I'm like, okay, that's fine. But if you wanted to surprise me on my birthday, it would be great. <laughs> Just throw it out there. Just going to yeah. plant seeds, you know. Just leave the door open. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing so much of your yes. personal experience about this. It's so valuable for us and for our listeners to hear Right. A, that like your personal experience doesn't represent everyone's, of course, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. also just to truly hear like your journey and, and all right. the details around it. It's so much more valuable than our, our research on its right. own. So, yeah. So yeah. thank you so and much I think for joining how us. How we can use porn too, where mm-hmm. like it doesn't have to be educational, but it can also be validating to see someone's body behave the way your body does. Exactly. Yeah. And like you said, like porn is evolving, hopefully, and becoming more inclusive and representative. And Porn isn't sex education, but sex education should be as accessible as you said. And sex education, I think, should include porn literacy. Yes. So that yeah. if you are curious about squirting, you have some help around, like, what should I be looking for? What should I be looking yeah. out for? So that I I can parse the shit from mm-hmm. the real, yeah. you know? Make sure you're They're watching the right doing stuff. They're apparently doing that in Boston. They have, like, porn literacy courses for, like, school-age mm. people, which is wow. really impressive. Amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. I hope that more of that, we see more of that in future yeah. years. Me Let too. us pray. Right. Because I don't think porn's going anywhere. <laughs> <They're> Boston, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Is there anything uh, that you want to plug before you pop off? I mean, we talked about your lecture and your your classes. Like if yeah. people are curious about this, they can literally pay you as they should to yeah. access your videos. Uh, anything else you want to drop here? Yeah. Where can I look yeah, for this? Yeah, I have – Lolagene.com is my website. It's also my handles on Twitter and Instagram with the DOT spelled out. But right now I have like a real high quality squirting and pegging comprehensive series. I have recordings of all of my classes that I shoot on the fly over Zoom. Um, And there's a wrestling and erotic asphyxiation one that I'm filming in like a month and a half that should come out soon that I'm very excited about as well. Cool. Mm -hmm. Fucking awesome. Yeah. Keep us updated on that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll have my um my co-teacher who's my wrestling coach. Um you should have them on for it cuz okay, I mean yeah. they teach they've taught me mostly everything I know. We just yeah. like figure this shit out together. Oh, amazing. We would yeah. we'll genuinely ask you for that intro. That would be yeah. great. Yeah. yeah. That would be fantastic. I love Thank you so porn. much again for joining <laughs> us. This has been fucking yes. awesome. Yes. Thanks for coming on the show. And thank Thanks. you guys for listening to Girls on Porn. You can find us on Instagram at Girls on Pern, that's porn without the O, on Twitter at GOP the Podcast, on our website at girlsonporn.com, and on our Patreon, patreon.com slash girls on porn. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. If you want to drop us a little review on Apple Podcasts, feel free to leave your handle and we'll thank you and tag you. Thanks so much for listening to Girls on Porn, the only GOP that's actually good. That was a HeadGum Podcast.